0: It's the left versus the right. In the right corner, it's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa. In the left corner, Christopher Hahn.
1: Oh, you know this song. America, A little Green Day. Yeah. Green Day. Yeah,
2: man. Wow, you mean this is AOC's band, all-out crazy, <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? Isn't today Green Day? No, oh, no, it's May Day. Oh, it's May Day. May Day, workers of the world unite. There you go. Although, you don't see parades like you used to when I was a kid, that's for there sure. There was
1: a bike tour blocking every road into Manhattan today. Yeah, trust me, I had nothing to do. You had nothing, nothing to, do to do with,
2: with uh, May Day.
1: Well, it, it did make my commute rather long today. Oh, well, well yeah. Well, hold on. Uh, we need to recap this because...
2: Uh, we have Chris Fahan on the left, That's a right. fixture on the Fox News channel. Uh, yours truly here, Curtis Lee on the right, styling and profiling my Red Beret Red Sadie jacket. You are, jacket.
1: you are dressed like a man I've seen on television. That's right. Since I was five
2: years old. Needed ever the more <laughs> in the subways of yeah. New York yes. as the crime wave begins, uh, to uh, just exponentially uh, keep going up uh, and up, up and up. Are we getting
1: recruits now? Or are there more people joining the Guardian Angels as a result of the recent subway crime wave that you, uh, have been, uh, pounding to death on that's, the.
2: Radio. That's, that's all. Always the key. Yeah, it's like supply and demand. So, for instance, if crime goes up, you have more people who want to volunteer. When things are somewhat sedate, like they were uh, towards the end of the Giuliani administration and during Bloomberg, you have less people wanting to join. Right. Figuring, hey, that's what law enforcement does. That's what right. they get
1: paid to do. What about what about when De Blasio was? Mayor, and crime was at its lowest, even though they didn't like de Blasio. Did more people join?
2: Uh, no, no. It was pretty stagnant until,
3: until the
2: lockdown <laughs> pandemic and the summer of 2020 when we were battling in the streets, yes, Black Lives Matter and yes. Antifa. But anyway, Chris Hahn is, uh, I call him the... Uh, Okay, the best way to describe you would be to call you uh, the tweet on Twitter because out of the two of us, yes, you're the guy who came around to understand that Twitter could be a good mechanism for you. I'm the luddite; I don't handle it. I have to have well, it. Well, you
1: know, I'm, I'm a Gen X, you know, TV pundit, and at some point, some you know suit said to me, "What are you talking about? You got no following on social media." I was like, "What are you talking about? I don't, that matters." So I got into it, and I. Built up my following on social media.
2: Yeah, but let me ask you a question because every story, every story is Elon Musk. He's now owner-operator of Twitter. He will be the second most powerful man in the world. Did he just buy nuclear weapons? Yeah, I, I, what
1: is? First of all, one, I don't believe he's actually going to go through with the sale of buy, the purchase of Twitter. Why would he say that? Because it's not worth four fifty four billion billion. Of course. You know what? <laughs> only makes now recently not, a billion. It doesn't make any money. It doesn't make any money. You're going to spend $54 billion for it? Give me a break. No, he's not going to do that. I don't think he's an idiot. I think he got all the attention he's going to get out of this deal. And in a couple of months, there'll be some reason why he pulls out.
2: What about when they get rid of all the twits on uh, Twitter?
1: I I will tell you this that when Twitter announced on Monday that they were going to agree to his, you know, his hostile takeover of Twitter, basically. Um, I lost about 600 followers. Now, wait a second. You
2: say hostile if you happen to be a stockholder.
1: No, no, you're very happy that you you're know, a stockholder. You're, you're like, you're thinking to myself, oh, my God, I can't believe we're going to make Sandy money Claus, on this stock. Right, Sandy yeah. Claus came Why did I here. buy this ridiculous stock for $30 a share? <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm going to get $54 a share. We're great. Give it to me. But, yeah, when, when they announced that he was going to do this takeover, takeover and I, I knew they were eventually going to say yes to it because, frankly, it, again, they're getting paid a lot more than it's worth for it. People left Twitter. Now, I will tell you that I have fully recovered all the people I've lost. Oh, so I don't know if I show. got wait, new wait, followers wait, 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 or, or
2: – How many did you lose? About 600. All right. So that's And I got them all back in four you days. You were in postpartum depression, right?
1: No. I, I mean, I'm I'm of a level of Twitter right now. I could afford to lose 600 <laughs> followers. It's no
2: big deal. <laughs> and you're telling me within 24 hours, 48 hours, no, they it all a, came back? That no,
1: was about four days. They all came back within four days. So what, I don't what, know if they're the same people or different people. Right. Why does it matter to life to the the way the world is run? I mean, we
2: have had an insatiable amount of attention to this. I know. Which to me, talking to our average listeners right, right. now, they don't have Twitter. They're not following Twitter.
1: Only about twenty percent of adults in the United States of America have Twitter, and of those twenty percent, only about one percent are active on it. So what are the others doing? They're not. They're not on Twitter. They're probably on Facebook with the other luddites. <laughs>
2: so so wait a You're telling me. One percent are on Twitter. Yeah. How do I know that they're not bots? How do I know that they're not uh you know, fake no, no, accounts? This is
1: just this is a, a polling data about people and their internet usage cited. This is not based on what's on Twitter right now. Yeah, okay, there's, so there's explain to me. Bots on
2: explain to me. Uh, you're from Long Island. I am. Uh, today you were able to find another free parking spot here well, in the city. I
1: had to move a cone because there's a, a movie that's going to shoot on 3rd Avenue, and they blocked off all the spots because they need the, the, the road clear so, so at 5 a.m. The recovery. I'm of, looking, by the way, I'm looking. I can see my car from here. I'm just looking to make sure nobody tows it.
3: <laughs> I oh, by moved the, way, the cone.
2: By the way, where you're looking is where your mentor would have his weekly press conferences right. before they did all of this reconstruction.
1: Hello, Chuck Schumer. Cur- Hello, Curtis. It's me, Chuck Schumer. This is the one impersonation I have down. You should? Sure. How many oh, years were you with him? I was with him six years. Oh, I woke God. up to this voice almost every day. <laughs> so I could do a good Chuck Schumer.
2: Okay? Now, 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 interesting thing. Before we get down back to Elon Musk and Twitter. I just please. want to say, Curtis, I uh, I admire the fact that you have a uniform.
1: I think that's very interesting. You don't have to put any thought into your look.
2: Sorry. (laughs) No, that's good. That's good. Well, after being six years uh, side-by-side with uh, Chuck Schumer, uh, were you part of the advanced team? What was your actual role? I was
1: his Long Island director, so I did all suburban issues for Chuck.
2: All right, all right. That's key because he's everywhere.
1: Christopher, did you see
2: Newsday this morning? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, Sunday is Chuck Day. It is. Although... He claims that he began this tradition of doing a press conference on Sundays, which helps the media. And I can't tell you, having been at the uh, the revival of the Inner Circle last right, night where right. all the media were roasting the politicals, including Chuck, uh, Sunday they would come out. Because it was little, if any, news right. from Sunday for
1: Monday because there's a paper on Monday.
2: Right. So he would have a press conference. Uh, he would just give a speech, really wouldn't answer any questions. They were so happy to have, you know, uh, cuts from the U.S. Senate
1: and now yeah. the majority leader. Well, he, would, they, he started doing it when he was in the Assembly. That's right. Uh, he,
2: right. Uh, he would actually at times sound like the Consumer Affairs Chief. You would say, he as a U.S. Senator, why, what are you talking
1: about? Why are cereal prices going up so much? I don't understand this. The cost of
3: wheat and rice have not risen, but yet the cost of a 12 ounce box of cereal has doubled. So that it was way. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, you know where he got By that By the way, that's from? how, that was
1: his first big hit. You, you know
2: where he got that from?
1: Oh, everybody says they, somebody, everybody tries to take credit for it. I think no, he made No,
2: it, it, it is. I was in LA at the time. Okay. And they explained it to me. This All is in right. the 80s, okay? Wait,
1: wait, wait. He first did it. He was first elected to the state assembly in the 70s. Yes. Okay. He would do these Sunday press conferences At his office in Brooklyn when he was a Brooklyn State Assembly before he went to the House in 1980.
2: Right. But where he got it from was from Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown was the first to do Sunday press conferences in California because you know how laid back it is in California. Sunday, it's dead. So Jerry Brown decided, I'm going to do press conferences on Sunday. And all the media would not only show up. But they would interview him over the phone because back then yeah, yeah. they didn't have the t-
1: – and he set the trend and it really put him on the map. Well, Jerry Brown, I I supported him when I was a – in 1992 when I was a uh, a sophomore at the University of Albany and he was running for president. I was a Jerry Brown backer so, uh, wait a before a second, I let, switched to Clinton. Let's look at this. <laughs> okay, yeah. so yeah,
2: Jerry Brown, moonbeam Jerry Brown without uh, Linda Ronstadt. Right. Okay, you had Chuck Schumer uh and you had Tom Swasey who we're going to talk about later yeah, on yeah. in the show.
1: This is incredible. You well, I, I worked the- for Clinton too. I worked with Bill. Oh okay. Uh, I was a uh, you know, I was look, I was a, a minor aid volunteer. Chris, knowing your personality,
2: it uh, would have been like ammonia and bleach, like two scorpions in a brandy worked, glass never, with Hillary. I
1: never actually worked for Bill Clinton. I was a volunteer for Bill Clinton. You were a steerer. You yeah, were I, checking I worked the crowd. at the 92 Democratic Convention here in New York City. Yeah, you were checking
2: yeah. out the hot babes. You were steering them towards Bill, getting their numbers, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. That wasn't my Come job. On. They had other
1: people for that. <laughs> I didn't rank that so high. Back,
2: back to Elon Musk, who claims, by the way, right. that he doesn't even have an apartment. He He sleeps on the couches of friends. Yeah, why people believe that propaganda is beyond me. But anyway, he tries to get – that was what Moonbeam Brown said. Remember, I just sleep on a futon in the corner.
1: But he was real. Right, but he was real. Jerry Brown was real. He was a great guy. And uh, by the way, I, I hate that he's disappeared from the political scene. I've been trying to get in touch with him. To come on my other radio show. And he's been, he's just gone. He's a Trappist monk now. He he's always just wanted, gone. He wanted to be a. He priest. doesn't want to be contacted.
2: He wanted to be a Trappist monk. Did right. you know that? It's a, a oh, certain push yeah. yeah, of yeah. I doubt like, he's
1: a Trappist monk now, but I know he's living in the woods somewhere and. Doesn't want to be bothered anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: Musk is claiming I sleep on my friends' couches. I don't have any material value. I'm in Texas, where we don't have to pay taxes, and I may move Twitter to Texas.
1: What is all this, Michigan? Explain to me. He ain't moving Twitter anywhere. He ain't even getting Twitter. He's done. He's not going to buy Twitter.
2: All right. But again, to all of our listeners
1: <laughs> right. out there who have to
2: hear this, book, yes. Twitter, why Twitter, does it matter
1: Twitter. is what you're trying to say. The hell, how does it impact well, their lives? I- I'll tell you why it matters because Twitter is really the sanctum of journalists, right? Journalists are on Twitter. They get a blue check mark next to their name. You and I have blue check marks next to our name and all the blue check marks fight with each other on Twitter. And, and it, it's, it's really a journalist promotion machine is what Twitter is. And that's why Twitter gets covered more.
2: Let me give you an example. Uh, Eric Adams, mayor. We're going to talk about him later in terms of the about face of the yep, week. Yep. Uh, he has naturally his page, his Twitter page. Uh, when I look at it, it's all attacks. It's trolls attacking them. Yeah, yeah. Why would you even bother to have that when the only people responding are
1: attacks? Well, I, that's the problem with being an elected official on Twitter. You get nothing but attacks and nobody picks up on it. You know, when you're a pundit. When I first got on Twitter, all I had was people who knew me from Fox News. And all I would do is get trolled all the time. People would just tell me how much I suck all day long. Well, they were right. Ah uh, stop it. Uh, how am I doing on this show? Pretty good, right? <laughs> so,
2: we have to look at the Twitter
1: feed. I think the Twitter feed is pretty positive now because <laughs> now of my eighty-one thousand followers,
2: eighty-one thousand,
1: <laughs> you know, seventy-six thousand of them are very pro me. They're you know so, you family members, friends. I got a lot. I got a big family. I'm Italian and Jewish. So alumni,
2: yeah. alumni. They had Albany. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, There are uh, uh, a, a lot Sunni. of.
1: I got a lot of a lot of fans on Twitter now, which is good because uh, I figured it out. I figured out how to use it.
2: Okay, so when all is said and done whether he officially ends up buying it or it goes back into the ether. Why should anybody care?
1: I don't think anybody should care because the thing about social media is people get bored of social media platforms. Right, I mean, Facebook launched. You know, every young person on in the on the planet was looking at Facebook. My kids don't look at Facebook anymore. Your kids probably don't look at
2: Facebook. Anymore. No, 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 because they're uh, on
1: TikTok or they're on something else. The altacacas are
2: posting. Uh, they had the grand slam at Denny's. Right, uh, you right, know, right,
1: they, right. Do I really want to be on a platform with my mom? <laughs> right, that's what people are thinking. <laughs> so it's not, so I would imagine Twitter is going to become that too. I, I would imagine you know all this work I've put in the last two years to build up my Twitter profile. Hey, it, it's, not, it's for nothing. So like a year be, or two, nobody's This gonna care.
2: would be MC Hammer, who then became Hammer. Don't believe the hype. Don't
0: believe the hype. It's a sequel.
1: And how many followers do you have? Eighty, Almost 81,000. How many of them are bots? I would say about 3,000. <laughs> There's definitely some bots in that, I'm sure. Hey, bots? We Boom say bots say Italian, with you your bots. Hey, who bots? Vinny Boom bots. Stick around. <laughs>
0: It's the left versus the right. 77 WABC News presents The Top 5 at 5 every weekday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Everything you need to know in the world of news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. I'm Deborah Valentine with your early news. It's at 5 o'clock at afternoon, I'm Bob Brown. 77 WABC News presents The Top 5 at 5 because it's always 5 o'clock somewhere. Why not be informed? 77 WABC. The Rush Hour with Bo Snertley. I'm sorry I was unfamiliar with Lizzo and with Yiddy. I mean, first of all, you people in this young generation, y'all are coming up with some names. Okay, they may be original to you. They sound nonsensical to us. Just so you know. Like, I'm not going to go in this store and ask, can I have a Yiddy? I don't know. I'm sorry. Not going to do it. The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdley. weekdays at 4 p.m. on 77 WABC. 77 WABC Sports, celebrating 100 years from the World Series in 1921. Well, here now is Babe Brooks to Howard Gosell. Hello again, everyone. Howard Cosell. And now 77 WABC Sports is on Instagram. Yee-hee. All the news, all the stories, all the action. Follow at 77 WABC Sports. WABC Talk Radio 77. 77 WABC Online Store. This is Vinny Madugno. Go to WABCRadioStore.com and check out the new 77 WABC merchandise. From T-shirts and hats to jackets and bags, enter the discount code VINNIE15. That's V-I-N-N-I-E 15 for a 15% off your purchase at WABCRadioStore.com. There are so many great WABC items. You'll want to go, go, go to WABCRadioStore.com. Talk Radio 77, WABC. Bernie and Sid in the morning. There is something to be said for being loyal to your party. You can come out and disagree with what's
2: going
3: on in your party, but I wish the Republicans were half as loyal as the Democrats. People are getting murdered because of a law. I mean, I'm sorry. People are dying. You put people's lives over party. That's my strong position on it. And I'm sticking by it, Sid Rosenberg.
0: Bernie and Sid in the morning. Weekday morning, 6 to 10. Talk Radio 77, WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC.
1: I almost don't want to talk when I hear this song. I just
2: love it so much. Where, where, where was she? At that moment in time. Who? And all of a sudden, the shotgun went underneath the chin. (laughs) Where was she,
1: Christopher? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to blame her because they were both on heroin, so they probably were both screwed up. (laughs) But, you know, it is what it is. Something bad happened that night.
2: Well, something good is happening here. What is
1: this? Oh, we got a new segment. We got a new segment we're going to try out for the first time here tonight. So if it goes badly, uh, blame Curtis because I came up with the idea. It's called the randomizer. I think that's what we're calling it. Randomizer. So you and I have no knowledge of the topics that are about to be presented to us. We're going to give our first impression of these topics. Uh, our producer Kevin has pulled them together, and I think we're going to hit the
0: uh, we'll, uh, we'll hit the segment right now. The left versus the right presents the randomizer.
3: All right. First topic from the randomizer today. Left well, versus right. Randomizer. Florida sheriff urges homeowners to shoot intruders to, quote, save taxpayers money. I mean, come on. Love it. Charles Are yes, that's Are you freaking she... kidding me,
1: Florida? Oh, god, which Panhandle County is this idiot from? Come on. Santa Rosa, right? Johnson.
2: I'm thinking right, he's right, like Joe somewhere Johnson.
3: around Panama City or Pensacola. That'd be Santa Rosa County. Good. <laughs> there oh, you you go. Love it. All right. Next. All right. A uh, follow-up to that one, Texas mom shoots a man dead after he broke into home with her children inside, following the lead of the sheriff.
2: Oh, great, great, Wait bravo. But,
3: but she's in Texas, not
1: in... Doesn't uh,
2: matter. Texas, Florida, all Look, the same. Look, if somebody
1: breaks into your home and you got your kids there, I mean, I guess you could shoot them, right? I mean, why not? What do you mean you guess? I would. You better damn well <laughs> shoot him. Somebody breaks into my home, I'm there protecting what, what, my kids. What do you actually... You're, this is really great. You're dead. You're going to be dead. Good. So, <laughs> Good. Good to see that you have some rock rib All-American I, I mean, spirit. you don't you. get to walk into somebody's house when they're protecting their kids. Now, which kids? gun do you have in your house? I'm Come not going to talk I'm about sure. it. No, no, I'm, I'm not to talk about kidding, it, but right. it, let's just say it's a big one. There'll be a big hole in you.
3: <laughs> dead. <laughs> Pete Davidson debuts tattoo seemingly dedicated to Kim Kardashian's kids. <laughs> Poor Kanye. Well, I thought he
2: was getting rid of all of his tats. What's yeah, this guy? Yeah, he should
1: be he, the he, uh uh the spin of the week. What do we call yeah, that? He should be the about face of the week. The guy was
2: getting left. Which will be coming up at the off.
1: top of the next hour, just for those listening at home. Yeah, by the way, that guy's such a skinny Bellini. He is a thin man. I wish I was thin like that. I wish I could not
3: Yeah, enough of this. Enough yeah. of this TMZ. Go ahead. Next one. Bill Murray admits behavior on set towards a woman that led to Halt on film. Ah!
1: Apologize,
2: I, apologize
3: I, I, I last to, week.
1: I want to apologize to Curtis Fleaw for doubting that, his information. Joe
2: Piscopo came in, formerly of Saturday yep. Night Live, said, leave Eddie alone. I said he's a perv. He's a
1: perv Clearly, women. Clearly Joe Piscopo was out of the loop, and so was TMZ Rich, who happened to be off today. By the for some way, reason. are
2: you apologizing to me because I was I, right? Everybody I, else I, was wrong. You, you were
1: right. Thank you. Thank I you. was wrong. High five, high go five, ahead. high five. Yeah, one of the great people in our lives is now gone.
3: Thanks. You're, you're, you won. <laughs> so, go ahead. Next one. Maryland resident finds squatters in her bedroom and $49,000 in belongings cleaned out.
1: So wait a minute. They got rid of her her valuables, but they stayed in the house. I don't understand this. How long was this woman out of town for? Did she just go to like Ponderosa or something and and spend too much time at the buffet? Let's
2: keep the flow. How come she didn't shoot them?
3: Yeah, did she shoot them?
1: I
2: guess
3: it's. Maryland. She was running, returning home from vacation. I guess. Oh, she forgot the, she had the right to shoot She's them. She's not a Hawthorn She can't bring her gun I on a I thought airplanes. she might have
1: went. Where was it Go corral and stayed too long. What state was M- this? Maryland.
2: Oh, of course not. She would end up going to jail in Maryland. Well, it depends. Are you
1: in the outer? Are you in the outer banks of Maryland, or what do they call Trust it me, there? Trust me,
2: she'd go to jail.
1: Yeah, or the Eastern
3: Shore. That's Ooh, what they call it. The Eastern Shore of Maryland. Okay, Gavin, yeah, you know one. Another vacation nightmare. Tennessee family visiting Disney World says Apple AirTag was used to track them. Of course it was. Didn't they read the terms and conditions? Like I don't understand.
1: You can be tracked by your phone. It's just it's just the way it is. This is an
2: outrage. This is another reason that DeSantis was right. Get rid of Disney World. Tell them, take all of your belongings and get the hell out of so this. So you're state.
1: against Disney World now?
2: Absolutely. That's going to totally be, be very helpful um, for you Against Mickey and Minnie Mouse. <laughs> out they go. They, 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 they are now tracking
1: those that spent
2: all this money. They have to take a reverse mortgage to go to but Disney World. But
1: she's not saying that it was Disney that was tracking her. They, she was saying it was Apple oh, that was tracking
2: that's her. That's why they should have unions yeah. at Apple and over I, I'm that. just trying to Tim say. Tim Cook. Oofa to you.
1: I'm just trying to say, read the terms and conditions before you They're click They're microscopic. Improve. You, you can... can blow them up on your phone. Oh, That's the beautiful thing me. about Apple phones. No, you no, no. Oh, you're up. defending Apple now, huh? I mean, I'm I'm a slave to
3: Apple. I, might, I have to defend my master. <sighs> so, go ahead. All right. Uh, you failed. Bill Maher blasts Twitter for censoring New York Post after bombshell report on Hunter Biden's laptop.
2: Oh. What took him so long? It's like, what, a year later? A year and a half later? What took him so long?
1: I don't really, like, understand why anybody cares about Hunter Biden's laptop. I don't get it. Wait a second. I just don't get the – the. I know that the Republicans are looking for a scandal to say, look, Hunter Biden's trading on his dad's name just like every other person who's ever had a dad that was famous or a mom that was famous in the history of the world. You don't
2: see this? This unlikely combination, Bill Maher and Mike Kumbarichich, Rudy Giuliani, yeah. in agreement?
1: No, I don't. Oh, absolutely. I, I apologize to Rudy. Um, there will be no apology to Rudy. Rudy beclowned himself, and that's why nobody believed him. Stick around. More to come. We gotta be more pop. Oh, yeah. Who's the devil? It's a little Van Allen. Who's the devil? Uh, Donald Trump's the devil. No, no, no. Vladimir Putin. No, 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 no. no, no there's yeah. a devil. There's a devil. Oh, okay. And he's right
2: here. I'm Christ-like, and you're demonic. No, no, I'm not demonic. Come well, on, let's face it. It's Sunday, and normally years ago you would have been a holy roller in the aisles yeah. of an evangelical church. Yeah, yeah, probably. And now, who did you wake up and worship this morning? A soccer ball. A I went well, The soccer first ball. thing I did
1: was I went for a run with my dog. Okay, I went for a run with my dog. That's good. Okay, and then I got a cup of coffee. I. Went up to the field, dropped my daughter off the field first because she had to warm up, and then I went and got another cup of coffee, came back to the field, and watched an an amazing U16 soccer game. (laughs) Yeah, but see, you're promoting it. Yeah. Whereas my youngest
2: son loves soccer. Uh, By his, the way, I just
1: want to give a shout-out to my daughter who scored the game-tying goal. Game ended at a tie. Daddy's little girl. <laughs> yes. But Daddy's anyway, little girl is an inch taller than him my now. My
2: <laughs> son, who I actually would pitch to when he was growing up, because yeah. I wanted him to play baseball. Right. American sport. Not that fake, phony, fraudulent uh, football they spell with a U. Kickball, kickball. So he lost. His team lost. I said, good. Hunter, now you have an <laughs> opportunity to go play baseball. This it's very way, nice uh, that
1: you named him after Joe Biden's son too. I find it. What a tribute! That uh, was. His mother named. But, him. but but you know maybe I was thinking about this about Hunter and why he doesn't want to do baseball. Maybe it's because he's seen his dad chased by guys with baseball bats that <laughs> it's so traumatic. He doesn't want anything
3: to
2: do with That's it sure anymore. I've been hit so many times yeah. by mobsters with baseball bats. Right. But when remember when Trump was saying, "Where's Hunter? Where's Hunter?" My son actually thought then President Donald Trump was looking for him.
1: Right, right. Well, you know. All
2: kids were saying, Oh, did you hear? President Trump is looking for you, Hunter.
1: Where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? Well,
2: meantime, what a juxtaposition yesterday. Mm. We're looking at President Joe Biden being roasted by Trevor Noah. They finally got the correspondence dinner back up and uh, running. Right. We don't know if it was a COVID spreader like uh, the gridiron dinner. I am 100%
1: uh, sure it was, frankly. And
2: and the president apparently was just there briefly, wasn't there for dinner. They hustled him out. So your prediction is there's going to be some positive COVID testing. Yeah, I mean,
1: look, I mean, we've all taken this risk now. I mean, I've been going to some dinners like that. Uh, I'm going to one this week. I'm going to one, you know, you went to one last night as well. It's, yeah, you're going to get COVID. I, I think we all know we're going to get COVID now. Um, we can't not get COVID. Even if you're vaccine-boosted, you're going to get COVID. But if you're vaccine-boosted, you're probably not going to die from it. All right, so explain to me. are not vax. You know, good luck.
2: Because uh, I obviously didn't watch any of the trailers from Trevor Noah. Never trailers? Met. Yeah, well, you know, the trailers afterwards. The cuts, and the and clips. Cuts, whatever the trailer
1: you would, would be like a preview. Yeah,
2: yeah well, there are obviously no Previews for me, Trevor right. Noah is not my cup of tea. Trevor Noah was brilliant. Go back to night. South Africa, please. uh
1: <laughs> It was pretty cool. He had a joke about, um, uh, I know you look good standing next to an interracial African <laughs> next to Joe Biden, and then he started doing a dead-on Barack Obama impersonation, and he said, "No, I'm just doing a voice. It's not. He's not really here, Joe." Was...
2: So you were laughing. You were having a good
1: thing. You know what I loved about you? Know, first of all, look. It's nice to have a president who could take a joke. We had a president for four years who took himself way too seriously. He wouldn't go to this event because he didn't want to be roasted by the press. Uh, and he also didn't appreciate the press's role in our democracy. I think the press plays a vital role now, no, in on, our sorry. democracy.
2: Slowly I turn, step by step. Uh, there was a time where then Citizen Trump was sitting in there. I've been I, to one of those corresponding yep. dinners packed. No room to move. Everybody is proud. Look at the guests that I brought with me. I know, I know. Right, okay. Right. But Trump was a biggie at that time, Citizen Trump.
1: He was at the NBC table.
2: And <laughs> was it true that then President Barack Obama was, like, just all over him?
1: He ripped him a new one because, remember, at that time, President, former President Trump was pretending that Barack Obama was not born in the United States the of America. And he the was birther. doing a whole thing about the birther movement, and he was sending investigators to Hawaii, who, by the way, we've never heard from ever, uh, we don't even know who they were. So it's
2: not Indonesia. It it's true. not Kenya.
1: Right? Let's. Nobody thinks that Donald Trump actually spent money on an investigation of Barack Obama, <laughs> right? Nobody, <laughs> we know Donald Trump, right? We know he didn't actually well, if he, spend if money. You read, I know that there are a lot of people out here who don't know Donald Trump, but you and I, we know Donald. Trump. It wasn't his we money. We know he didn't spend not a penny any, of his money. Not nobody's money. No, he nobody was. No money was spent in any way associated with Donald Trump to investigate whether or not Barack Obama. But, by the way, all you citizen. had to
2: do is read Barack Obama's uh, memoir. He wanted to be a white boy in Oahu, a Howly they call it out there. He was smoking Maui, wowie and Hindu Kush. he wrote that. He yeah, said, of course. I wanted to be a surfer. He was honest. I wanted to be a surfer. So he was living the Hawaiian life. But you're right. It was Indonesia, Kenya. There was all that. But now they tell us. Right. I don't know if it's true. That... Uh, Then-citizen Trump was in a slow boil. moment. Yes,
1: yes. And this is why he decided to run
2: for president. He decided, I'm going to throw all my time and energy into
1: running for the president. The myth of why he ran. I mean, the guy has been running for president since 1980. He has been running for president... I mean, you put on that beret two years earlier than him. How long has it been going on now? Forty-five years? Depuis? Yeah,
2: well, really, remember, <laughs> the origin was uh, you had the um, the remnants of uh, Ross Perot's Reform Party. Right. Uh, and it was being offered to him to possibly run. It was Pat Buchanan at that time or a bunch of uh, other no-names and uh, Trump passed on that. He decided not to run. Roger Stone was always behind the oh, scenes. Yeah. Run, run, like run. The only run guy for Donald
1: Trump ever paid was Roger Stone. Really? <laughs> really. Donald, <laughs> Trump, Donald Trump, the only person he ever paid was Don- was Roger Stone because Roger Stone makes him pay him in advance. That's probably what it is. Roger Stone probably has a thing. Well, I bill you on the first of the month. If you don't uh, pay me by the second of the month, I release everything I know about you and then you're done. So uh, Roger Stone gets paid. But the most probably memorable <laughs> moment
2: was when Don Imus roasted Bill Clinton. And they had been friends. Oh, they had yeah. been friends. I mean, uh, Don Imus was no great interviewer. He would have Bill Clinton come uh, on.
1: Horrible interviewer. Go ahead. No, no. I, He's I no Howard Stern.
2: Uh, let me tell you. Great interviewer. Uh, yeah. The point is that Bill Clinton...
1: Curtis, Curtis, Larry, would be a yeah. regular guest. This is my Imus. My, uh, my, uh, uh, uh,
2: uh, and then he incinerated... Uh, Bernard... Remember that moment. He incinerated him. Yeah, Yeah, he did. And then from that point on, he was like anti-Clinton and the Clintonistas were
1: anti-Don I. We didn't
2: didn't have one of those moments last
1: night. At least Clinton took the joke and came back the following year, right? Donald Trump wouldn't take the joke, wouldn't go there, wouldn't put himself in that position to be roasted and to celebrate the role of the press. The the
2: press. The role of the press. This is the same week. Joe Biden rolls out the disinformation uh, governance board.
1: But that has nothing to do with the press. It has to do do with foreign governments spreading disinformation about elections, about immigration policies in the United States and other things. It's to protect us from foreign influence in our elections, Really? Uh, And in other parts.
2: uh, Directed at social media, directed at the press, the disinformation governance board
1: yeah, they could have done a better name. Is that, is that, they, they or probably, well, you know, or they, what? they probably should have picked a better name. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that's a great name. Okay. So I mean, that name lends itself to people like you to disinformation people about it. Really right. Great, great. right. We'll give back to you. To spread disinformation anyway. about this committee. Back to the correspondence. I happen. mean, you know that Fox News, you know that Tucker Carlson this week will, will do five shows about that committee. You know it. Don't oh, be a radio. I don't know 12. why I'm hearing echo. And, and that, because I'm picking the up the woman internet. who's in charge singing
2: that that song, that crazy song of hers. What woman in charge? the the, the woman is in charge of this uh, disinformation governance board. You know the Bidenista. I have you, no you didn't idea hear the, the song about. that she She's was singing. She's a singer. Oh, it's maybe the worst song ever. Oh. Wow, I thought you would have been hip to this.
1: The worst song ever was it? I saw the sign. No.
2: Oh, um, <laughs> no. Maybe maybe in in the following. Okay. Following discussion, you will get hip to it on your Twitter account. Listen to it so you okay. can comment
1: on it. Was Nickelback involved in it? Uh, uh, no? we, okay. uh,
2: we will put that <laughs> on the sideline. Let's go back to Joe Biden smiling yes. up there. That's fun. That, that, that smile. Looked good. Then he had his response. What was the response?
1: Well, he did about six minutes of comedy. Was it comedic? He said he had a couple of good lines. He had a line about, you know. The only person Republicans seem to like is this Brandon guy. He's having a good year. They keep cheering for him. I thought it was funny. I thought it was very. He's like, I knew I was going to meet resistance in Washington from Congress. I just didn't think it would be from Democrats. I thought it was very good. I okay. thought it was fine. But and I, then was, he gave they, a speech, a rousing speech about the importance of the media. But you know, that kind no of memorable moments. I mean, this is not
2: going to be remembered in the annals of these correspondents. No,
1: this was not Stephen Colbert uh, roasting Bush, um, you know, the It was fine.
2: All right. So now while he's doing that, having a good old time and being rushed out the door so thankfully he wouldn't catch uh, COVID, all of a sudden, who pops up? It's like a pop-up store in Kiev. It's Pelosi and a congressional delegation?
1: She's doing a trip to Kiev, yeah. So
2: the question is, almost every leader in the West has been to Kiev. Boris Johnson, his hair moving in every direction, Poland, or everyone.
1: Why is the president not going to Kiev? I do not know. And I think he should go to Kiev. And so we're left with Nancy Kiev, Pelosi. I, we call it Kiev now. I know. I grew up calling it Kiev. Excuse me. It's is Kiev.
2: it uh, Chicken Kiev?
1: No, it's Chicken Kiev now. It's Chicken
0: Kiev. No, it's not. No, to me, it's always they, Kiev. They've got to change. So anyway, the, they've got to
1: rewrite the menus Here is with
2: Pelosi, the same word. Pelosi shows up. Yes. She's got this congressional <laughs> delegation in tow. Uh, she's looking at Zelensky right. as if he's the second coming of Jesus Christ. Oh, my God, I'm so happy to be here. And I'm saying to myself, isn't this the role of our president? You know, now that Putin has doubled down, I mean, Putin is doubling down. He's just bombing the hell out of the east and the south.
1: Yeah, I think the president needs to step up, take a trip there. I think, you know, announcing the, what was it, $32 billion in aid for Ukraine this week, I think that's pretty significant. That's showing that we're committed for the long term there.
2: Now talk about the conspiracies that are emerging on Twitter and other social networking. Now all of a sudden... Vladimir Putin has Parkinson's disease
1: and cancer. He's going to have an operation, a brain operation. I was like, where, did, where do people get all this stuff from? Um, I think that's a job for the disinformation committee, don't you think? Oh, really? I think the disinformation board needs to uh, look into that. But it's
2: like we can't just understand. <laughs> this guy is at war. He wants to destroy the Ukraine. He wants to take it over. So we have to claim he has a Rasputin who's telling them what to do, but this Rasputin has never met well, him. Well, I,
1: I think it's also bad for us to just p- focus all of our angst on person, Right. This is a policy of the Russian government. It is not just a policy of Vladimir Putin. And he has the support of his people. It is a policy of Russia. Uh, the Russian people are our enemy, not just Putin. They have supported this. Not all of them. I'm sure there are many good Russians. Uh, but everybody involved with that government is supporting this process of destroying Ukraine and trying to punish the West at the same time. So that is not just a Putin thing.
2: All right. I, we're in agreement on that. But the best role that the president of the United States could play is not being a correspondence dinner. Although no, I,
1: I think it's important that life goes on. I think get, it's important.
2: Get, get there. Meet with Zelensky and have a one-on-one with Putin. You know he'll take a one-on-one. He'll take a one-on-one with I wouldn't with want Biden. to
1: elevate Putin to a one-on-one right now what, at all. Unless what elevation? He, you, don't, you, don't have, you don't send the principal in unless there's a solution to be had. Chris, he has 6,000 nukes. He has just threatened to we annihilate have, the UK. We have eight, we have 4,000 nukes. We can annihilate each other. There's mutually assured destruction. The UK can annihilate Russia. They have enough nukes to annihilate so, all the major cities in Russia. What you're
2: saying is yeah. that our president should just
1: uh, play a passive role here behind the scenes increase no, no. the amount of allotments. I'm saying that our diplomats need to work out a solution and then get to a point where the president could go in and All
2: right, close it. you know deal. what the solution is going to be. Bottom line is uh, Russia wants control of the east and the south of the Ukraine. Yeah. Zelensky says not an inch, not a mile, none of that land. We are not negotiating. You're not getting the east. You're not getting the south. You know that's what he wants now. He has yep, just yep, reconfigured yep. So don't we have to move in and say, look, Zelensky, we can't keep giving you billions no. and billions of dollars.
1: I mean, $32 billion in military aid is going to last them a long time. Yeah, but he, he's going to want more. He's going to need more. Yeah, we're going to give him more. It's going to be a war of attrition. It's not just us giving him money. Right. The entire West is giving him more no Should our
2: aid. role, though, not be to say to Zelensky, look, you've done a great job unexpectedly. Right. You've fended off the Russian bear. Right. But he has reconfigurated. He doesn't want all of the Ukraine. He wants the south. He wants the east. They, and especially, it, they,
1: they are not going to give him Odessa ever, which is what he wants. He'll have to burn it to the ground, which he probably will. Oh,
2: like Sherman. Sherman will, he fighting is, his he way is, to the sea. He is
1: gonna burn, Putin will burn Odessa to the ground before Zelensky gives him Odessa. Um, the United States, I said, should bring a carrier group into the Black Sea and park it in Odessa. Oh, my God. That's what I think.
2: And then no flight zone, right?
1: I think over the western part of Ukraine, there should be a no oh fly my zone. God. Russia's Just getting, getting desperate into the they're vortex. They're getting desperate. They're, yeah. shooting, they're shooting cruise missiles That's out of their subs. That's what we keep
2: hearing. He's desperate. He's meantime the ruble, right? It's, 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 uh, it's regained its wait, strength. Will you
1: apologize to me? Remember you said he would conquer Ukraine in five days? Remember that? Did I say that? You did. Wait a second. You said by next week. It'll be over. Uh, did I say that? I'm pretty sure you did. Find the tape somebody.
2: I said, wait a second. I didn't praise the king of all comedy, Zelensky. Oh, you praised I praised him, yeah. Oh no, I called him the king of all Later comedy, so the... I must have said that. Stick
1: around, Chris Hahn Curtis Lewa.
0: In the left corner, Christopher Hahn. Heavyweight slugfest.
1: Oh, that's what that's you so so too, so baby. So Chris Hahn, Curtis Sliwa, don't forget the about face of the week coming up, top of the next hour. Curtis, I got to tell you, the Republicans have turned on one of their own. Who is that? Madison Corthorn. And I could trace it to the moment where he said, I think truthfully, that he was invited to an orgy and other members of the Republican caucus were offering him key bumps, which you had to explain to me what it was. I didn't even know what that was a couple weeks ago. So
2: Are you saying that this orgy was only open to Republicans and only Republicans? I think
1: it was a Republican-only orgy, yeah.
2: Hold on a sec. The old Plato's retreat uh, that used to... Sort of promote hilarious. orgies. That is like way. You're
1: talking about well, 1975. But that's where it really all started, right? Right. Yeah, it's gone now, And they
2: right? had safe sex. They would have sex monitors to make sure you had your jimmy caps on, your condoms.
1: Oh, they had somebody there watching. They would they watch, had... yeah.
2: Because remember, that was at the time, the spread of HIV-AIDS. How did, you, how did AIDS. you get that job? To actually imagine be a condom monitor.
1: Yeah, I, I'd like to apply for the job as condom monitor at uh, Play Toast Retreat, please. Well, what are your references? Well, I, uh, I'm i a bit of a pervert. I enjoy watching people have and, sex. Uh,
2: I got an A-plus in my sex education class in junior high school. I was able to put the condom on the Chiquita banana blindfolded. Yeah, with your mouth. Yes. <laughs> so, so no, no. who else. So anyway, the point being is, give us... All the faux pas that have befallen this young
1: man ever since he said this. So he was caught carrying a gun onto a plane, which I think would help him in a Republican primary. He would. Right. But some photos emerged of before he was in Congress. I guess he was on a cruise and he was dressed in lingerie. And then uh, a tape emerged later in the week of him flirting with a male staffer. Now, supposedly, it was some sort of, like, comedy sketch they were trying to do with each other. But the guy's in the middle of a six-way primary uh, down there in his very conservative, former Mark Meadows seat, which I think Mark Meadows lived in that state because he was registered to vote in three separate states. Talk about voter fraud. Uh, they are clearly coming after him. And they are coming after him because he told the truth. Let's be clear. Uh, told the truth.
2: This guy's a screwball. He's a nut job. What do you mean? Uh, I mean,
1: this guy has been a screwball and a nut job since he got into Congress. He was saying things like I, you know, he supported a violent revolution, if necessary, in this country. Kevin McCarthy never said a word about that. The minute he starts talking about cocaine key bumps and sex orgies, every gun in the Republican Party has been pointed at him. Every knife has been out for him.
2: So you're saying this is all a setup to take him down? I think he is going down. Now, he's Trump's candidate.
1: Well, he wasn't Trump's candidate when he originally ran. And I don't know if Trump's endorsed him for re-election because he's been very pro-Trump. I mean, he's as pro-Trump as you have yes. yet, right? He supported the insurrection. He supported the whole thing. So I don't know.
2: But this is uh, this is what goes on in not just the Hill, depending on who's in power. right? Uh, but also in Albany, uh, you know, when you attempt – Normally a coup d'etat of leadership. Right, right. Uh, this happened with Sheldon Silva when he was the speaker. They tried a coup d'etat. Yeah. And all of a sudden, those guys disappeared. Gone. The Black and Hispanic Caucus came to uh, Sheldon's rescue, and they benefited as a result. But let's look at Washington. Newt
1: Gingrich. Hmm. Man who is now at the Vatican. A man. Well, he's not the Vatican anymore. Isn't he there with his wife? No. Well, he might be there on, on vacation or something. He's not our ambassador
2: there. No, not him. It's wife, I believe.
1: Not anymore. Oh, that's right. 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 Yeah. Uh, you mean the wife that he le- that he left his other wife in the hospital for, served her papers, divorce papers while she was dying of cancer. By the way, I'll tell a story about Newt Gingrich. You know, I, I've been on Fox News my a very long time. And during uh, the 2012 primary season, I was on Lou Dobbs Tonight. And Newt Gingrich was on right before me. And I said to Lou Dobbs on the air, I do not want to take ethical advice from a man who served his dying wife with divorce papers as she laid in the hospital so he could go marry a staffer. His wife, his current wife, was a former staffer. Well, do you know that all the people I've attacked on Fox, he's the only one to ever, well, other than Trump, the only one to ever contact me off the air? Oh, not even Rudy? No, Rudy. Rudy probably doesn't even know who I am. He probably doesn't know who he's talking to. I mean, I, I sit in the same chair he sits in four days a week, five days a week here. He doesn't even know who I am. It's freaking amazing. <laughs> You're a person of no consequence. <laughs> Newt called. Me. He called. His <laughs> people called me and said, "We just want to clarify something for the record here." And you know what they wanted to tell me? She didn't die that the wife that he left while she was in, in the hospital recovering from cancer did not as die. If,
2: as if that would make you better? <laughs> that
1: was their the correction. Let me, give you,
2: let me give you the other story. Okay, so here's Newt. You know, he was subject yeah. to a coup d'etat himself in yes, the house. Yes, Uh So one of the leaders of that coup d'etat was Bill Paxson from up there in Buffalo. Yep. He had married uh, Congresswoman Susan Malinari. From of Staten, Staten Island.
1: Island. And an and alumni of?
2: Uh, don't tell me, SUNY Albany. SUNY
3: Albany! Oh,
2: and remember, I she, partied with her once. Well, she said she's she, great. she tried she's marijuana once and vomited and never did it again. <laughs> right. But anyway, <laughs> so Newt gets wind of this coup d'etat. He finds out it's Paxton yeah. and yeah. it's others. He does his own intel, his own CIA, you know, criminals in action. <laughs> Comes up with the fact they, they present him with documents that uh, Paxton uh, is having a affair with Brett Hume's son. Hmm. And he goes, look. This is between all of us. I'm not letting this out here. Paxton, do the right thing. Impale yourself. Resign. Get out of here. Right, right, right. You lost the coup d'etat. Right. Unfortunately, the young man, Brett Hume's son, finds out about it, commits suicide. Unbelievable. These are the kinds of palace intrigues that take place politically, both by Democrats and Republicans, when it's time for revenge. You try to take me out? Right. You try to take me out in the coup d'etat? Guess
1: what? I'll get you, my little pretty. You know what they say about shooting the king? You better not miss. Stick around. More to come.
0: 77 WABC News, Jacqueline Carl.
1: West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin announced Sunday he's planning to vote against the $2 trillion measure. The reason I love doing
0: news on 77 WABC is giving people an unbiased account of the facts and letting them decide what the news means to them. And the news never stops. I'm Deborah Valentine. I'm Bob Brown I'm Jacqueline Carl. I'm Frank Diaz. I'm Lydia Serrani. At WABCRadio.com. There's never a dull moment here. New York's talk station. This is Talk Radio 77 WABC. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Hahn.
1: Billy Joel, baby. Long Island music for you. I hate Billy Joel. How it's could the bugaboo you hate the guy. guy? How do you hate the guy? You really do,
2: because who is he friends with? Jim Dolan, uh, <laughs> owner of the Knicks. And remember, there's a threesome. There's three of us who despise Jim Dolan. There is uh, Andrew Yang, yeah. he, and Dolan, never give you a penny when he was running for mayor. Max Rose, remember right. who was the congressman, lost his seat yeah. uh, to Malia Takis. He gave her a ton of money because Max Rose said, I hate you because you've destroyed the Knicks. And I've said the same thing, and I want to tax Madison Square Garden to support buying more cops. I don't so know, I like, hate well, that you, would... Billy Joel, if you consider Dolan your best friend, along with Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo.
1: I mean, best friend would be... What, every stretch. be Every
2: month, he's there, at Madison Square Garden doing
1: the same well, show you, you, you over and free? over. I mean, he has to do it for free. you get paid. Every month, it's the same show. It is not the same show. It is a different show every month.
2: And the Depends crowd shows up from the same people. I show people. I'm well, not a I'm saying. You're, you're almost on if the verge. If I'm the
1: Depends crowd, what are you,
3: the dead <laughs> crowd?
2: Like, are you, like, going to shop at the
1: funeral
3: home? It's like Rocky
2: <laughs> Horror. You know, they show up every Saturday. They lip-sync the words. The same thing.
1: I have learned to lip sync and not sing aloud because I was losing my voice every month at the Billy Joel show at oh the Garden. God. So you're I just, I lip sync. Like,
2: you're like Shamu. i have Chris Christie, who is like a oh a groupie for Bruce, <laughs> the East string band. Yeah, the only
1: difference is, is when I met Billy Joel, he didn't tell me to go to hell. Like, Bruce
2: did. I mean, <laughs> what a masochist. Nah, it's anyway, pretty, pretty crazy. Let's yes. get back on track yeah, here. Yeah,
1: yeah. We, it's, it's time for us to do a little segment here. I think uh, you have chosen the about-face of the week this week. So. Right, but
2: before we get to the about-face... Yeah. yeah, please. You talk about the correspondence dinner in Washington. I did. Which is back on track uh, after March uh, 2020, the lockdown and pandemic yep. wiped
1: it out. And four years of Trump not going.
2: Right. All right, so Biden was up there, and he took the roasting. Yep. And he had to smile, and he took a few hits, okay? Took a few punches. And this is the whole idea of the roast, is that the person in charge... It's
1: there throughout the show. Right. Well, here we've had for years, almost 100 years now, the inner circle. Yep, I've attended it many times. I know you attended it last night.
2: Yeah, and have done so previously. Right. So these are the men and women. These are correspondents. They, they're they on the city hall trail. They cover all the local news. They have a really tough job because yes, very much. Their, their staffs have been cut back. Uh, they have less and less leeway to cover stories. So they really they got to go out and they got to fight in order to get coverage of yeah. stories that politicians don't want covered. So the idea, the inner circle, after they were on the shelf for two years because of COVID uh, and the lockdown, is that the mayor, whoever that person is, sits there for the show because the mayor is going to get lampooned. His staff Absolutely. is going to get lampooned. Absolutely. Other people
1: in the political room. And you the room. It's a very politically savvy room. It's a very influential room.
2: But uh, Eric Adams, for unknown reasons, decided he wasn't going to show up until towards the end. What? Uh, I know because I had to leave in yeah. order to do uh, the overnight show.
1: Passed him on the way out. Uh,
2: Passed him on the way out. He had no love for me. The I have no say love I. for him. No, no, no. But he was surrounded by people because
1: they were waiting for him. Oh, waiting for him. And you were walking out by yourself. Walking out by myself. Got it. I had to get to the he radio studio. He didn't even studio. say, "Hey, man, how's it going?" No, no, we don't
2: talk. No about hug. Nah, I remember, he uh, called me a racist, a misogynist, a sexist, a homophobe, and then afterwards said, "We've known each other for forty years, Curtis. I love you, baby."
3: <laughs> That's yeah, politics, right. like, man. I'm
2: going to forgive and forget. That's politics. Okay. Get over right. it. <laughs> so he didn't show up. And naturally, <laughs> yeah. uh, some of these people, they're pro-Eric Adams. This of course. It's
1: the first couple of months that people are giving him a grace period. So they were a bit bent out of shape,
2: as they should have been. It was at the Ziegfeld Theater, a nice no. setting. And so uh, he eventually gets on the stage uh, at the end because the mayor always gives their response. And he has the guy on with him from Saturday Night Live who has done his impression. Chris Redd.
1: Right, Great does guy. A Very, very good, good. job. Yeah.
2: But apparently he wasn't all that self-deprecating, which is the whole idea. But we
1: don't know this for sure because we haven't seen the sketch. Well, I've read some of this stuff. Oh, you read and it. And he went on the you attack. You read it where? On the Rudy Giuliani blog? No, no, no. <laughs> he
2: went on the attack instead of you take it. You take the hit. take okay. it. Okay. But anyway, there was a certain portion uh, that was dedicated to yours truly since I had been his opponent in the general right. election. And uh, I couldn't see it. But it was called Stray Cat Strut. And it featured uh, owner and operator of uh, Red Apple Media, John Katz and mm. uh, And he was there as the cat man. Got it. Doing his broadcast. And I was there with all of my cats, <laughs> having run for me, my 18 rescue cats. Right. And then they had a guy you're familiar with, Swazi.
1: My former boss.
2: Uh, running for governor in the Democratic yep. primary. Jumani Williams, obviously running against him. And my Kumbari cheats Rudy Giuliani. Could it get any better than that?
1: Would have been fun to see. Although. You should have uh, stuck around.
2: Uh, they lampooned me on a number of levels. Yeah, well. A number one. You are very lampoonable, my friend. Because I work for the cats
1: man. Yep. A number two, because I have
2: the 18 rescue cats.
1: You have 18. So you're back up to 18. I know one died. And then you yes, have 17. Was and now you've got hoping. another one.
2: Right. And we have some feral cats uh, that don't come inside. Got that it. Nancy uh, takes care of in cat colonies. And then the other thing was Cats, the Queen's DA, uh, who is the mother of my yep. two youngest sons. Yep. So you have a thing for cats.
1: Everywhere And your
2: favorite place to eat lunch? Uh not Cats uh, Deli.
1: No, No. Oh, come on, you're supposed to go along with the black. No, 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 no. I'm sorry,
2: <laughs> not Cats Deli. Because remember who too went much, too Who big. went to Cats Deli uh when he took a tour of the city uh, for thirty hours after he had shot ten people on that end train? Oh Remember? yeah! You forget his name already. I forgot
1: his name, but he had to get it in. How, how do we get the, the guy's in New York name already? City, you got to get it in.
2: Unbelievable! Right. So anyway, uh, so I'm getting lampooned, uh, and you, you take it, even though I couldn't be there. I had to right. get back to do the broadcast. That's the whole point. Eric Adams, thin skin, mm. really thin skin, and his entire preparation uh, preparation in the next few days is for this Met Gala. You know where all the trendoids, freakazoids, jet setters are coming on Monday night. They've already blockaded the street outside of the uh, museum. Yep. They got the Hercules team. They got cops galore. The rest of the city we're in the midst of a crime wave, but they got all the cops. I don't know what they're doing. There. They're
1: blocking traffic here for a movie. Remember, AOC
2: came with her designer gown uh, the last time. I think it was. By what? the way, you know we have a sponsor for this
1: segment. We yes. have to get oh, yes, to the yeah, bit. Yeah. Well, let me let me just get to a moment. Yes.
2: AOC, right? And, uh, yeah, eat the rich or something yep, yep. like that. So we'll see how Eric Adams comes styling and profiling. Uh The man. He is a good-looking guy. a swagger man with no plan to fight crime. He, he
1: does have some swagger, and he is an attractive gentleman, especially given how old he is. He's almost your age. He's in 60s. Yeah, he's not that much younger than you, and, you know, it looks pretty good. But
2: he is the person. I thought person, he was, like, in his 40s. He is the person who fits the bill for what?
1: The About Face of the Week.
0: It's the left versus the right. Right, left, right, left, right, left, about face. Sponsored by the KG Law Team. Visit KGLaw.com.
2: Okay, so a month ago, he comes to the aid of his police department that is being photographed everywhere. Whenever they stop somebody, people run up and photograph him, and he has this to say. Stop being on top of my police officers while they're carrying out their jobs. That is not acceptable and it won't be tolerated. And what is not going to happen? I'm not going to put these men and women on the front line and have someone put a foam in their face while they're taking action and try to critique their ability to do their job. Cops love that. Wow, Eric, he's coming to our defense because it makes their job difficult. Right. Then all of a sudden last week, because crime is skyrocketing in the subways and he doesn't have a plan to deal with it, he decided to turn on the police and this time tell the people, photograph the police. And so you are going to see a visible difference in policing in the next couple of weeks to get those officers who are not doing their job to join those officers who are doing their job. And you need to see that. And if you see it, send me a picture. Let me know. Because I go to that, that district the next day and see exactly what's happening, send me a shot. New Yorkers, you see that? Send me a photo, (laughs) and I would be at that
1: station. All right, can I defend him? What the hell is that? Uh, All right, let me defend him. He's saying if you see a cop, like, not working, take a picture. He's not saying if you see them working.
2: Excuse me.
1: He's saying if you see the guy sitting around when he should be out there, you know, fighting crime. What do you think this
2: did to the morale of the police department after he raised their morale up a month ago? I.
1: You know, we always hear these things. Oh, you're gonna hurt their feelings. People have a job to do. They gotta do their
2: job. Chris, do you see how bad the crime is? Eighty percent up in the subways, right? Forty yeah. percent overall. Well,
1: it's 80 percent from last year when nobody was using the subway. Yeah, yeah,
2: you try using the
1: subway, Chris. Eighty percent from last year in the middle of the CNN, pandemic when nobody was in the CNN subway.
2: CNN had a piece, right? Women terrified yeah. of using the subway because of crime. Dressing up as if they're going to go fight in the Ukraine. <laughs> simply to say. <laughs> not stay. good, I know. Right, I know. so he's not addressing. He's the swagger man with no plan Yesterday, he had 77 of his precinct captains assemble at one police plaza. And he said something, which I know you've been involved in politics. Yep. It's a kiss of death. He said, my brand new police commissioner, Sewell, she'll be police commissioner as long as I'm mayor. You know. Oh. That's the mark of death on her. That's a vote m-
1: of confidence is never a good thing. Exactly. When Why you, are you giving me a vote of confidence? What did I do to deserve this?
2: Right. When you, say, when yeah. you have to say something like that, that's not good. So... He was taking suggestions from the precinct right. commanders because he really never had a plan. He never had a plan. We last night at this uh inner um, Inner Circle. Inner circle. You know who showed up de Blasio. He did. I, I said myself, got nothing else to do. How could he dare show up? He single handedly destroyed this Was city. he
1: at the MSNBC table?
2: Uh I have no idea. <laughs> okay. All I know is I avoided him. Yep. You know, people wanted me to take pictures with him. Ixnay on that. He now, well, it's
1: kind of hard to take a picture with him. He's like eight foot tall.
2: Yeah, but he was making the rounds. He right. wasn't just sitting at would the table. Would you
1: tape. stand on a box if you took a picture with him, or would you, like, what would you do? I would stand on a box. I'd run. <laughs> I don't want any picture with him. I mean, browser. you're a little taller than me, but and not much. And it turns
2: out what I've been saying for months is correct since he left office. He's staying in the Penthouse apartment of the Marriott Hotel in downtown Brooklyn. Nobody can explain who's paying for this right. until his home in Park Slope is
1: rehabbed. And I said to myself, this guy had the gold. He had eight years to rehab that home. Why didn't he do it then? Look, you're asking questions. I'm asking Isn't questions. Can't to hang out He here? is impervious.
2: He was there longer than Adams. And he was the butt of more jokes at this. Uh, I,
1: I can imagine.
2: The inner circle than Adams himself. Yet,
1: Well, at least he has a, a sense of humor. He stood there and he took it. Yeah, you got to take it. Adams, did Would skin. you have shown up if you were mayor? Would you have been there? Was yeah, had, damn right. Before, yeah,
2: after, <laughs> You would have had to take me off the I stage. I would have had
1: to write some of those sketches for the
2: process. By the way, if you see it, before I walked in, they had these two blown up dolls, you know, begging the mayor to take the mess off the little toddlers. You know, these are the <laughs> blow them up dolls. Right. I'm riffing with them. It went viral. It was absolutely great. <laughs> Everyone else naturally avoiding them. Absolutely. We don't want to get familiar. mayor oh, angry this was a protest us. is what that was. Yeah, the continued protest. Got it. Uh, the children are still wearing masks in school. The toddlers. Yeah. We got to figure something hinder out. With
1: well, there's going to be a vaccine for them. It's so. cr- Chris, it's crazy. But you know what? Before we move on, we have to end the segment. We do. We do. We'll do it. Well, that was the About Face of the Week. Oh, little Cat Stevens Wait a second This is yours, oh, right? This
2: guy on the no-fly
1: list <laughs> What was his name? No, Yousef Islam is on the no-fly list well, It's Cat Stevens Cat Stevens is on my playlist <laughs> so, I really hate Cat Stevens How do you I hate really? Cat Stevens? Never like this This is songs. like pop Cat Stevens No, no, I understand but
2: you know, ever since uh, he converted and he uh, agreed with the fatwa
1: yeah. <laughs> that the
2: Alatola Khomeini in he, Iran, he, he
1: was definitely wrong. But I'm going to separate that guy from this guy. Okay, and, and he's got a song Hard-Headed Woman." It reminds me of my wife I really all the time. Yeah, really. Oh, yeah, okay. how right. I gotta hear it. All right, so let's
2: <laughs> see how you're going to be when you get home uh, later
1: on today. Now. She knows. She knows. It's uh, a good. It's a good. It's a good song. It's about a strong woman. It's about oh, a, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. not nice. It's not about a pushover. Nice pirouette on. Yeah. It's, no. she you know. Let's talk I've
2: about the oh, May Day. That's today. Workers of the world unite. For years, my father, hardcore union member, National Maritime Union. My dad's a teamster. And my father would take me out on May Day when he was home from the ship, and there would be marches right down in was- Washington Square Park. There'd be speeches. Right. You kind know, like of unionized. I remember uh, with Kennedy running against Nixon, the unions were all behind JFK. I remember he came to New York, he gave a speech, all that. But anyway, last week you had the combination. The mentor, uh, Bernie the Altacaca Sanders from Vermont and AOC, all out crazy, had joined the workers at the the Amazon warehouse in Staten Island. As they should. The first to vote to unionize. Although Jeff Bezos and uh, Amazon are, are challenging that
1: vote, look—it's their right to challenge it. But the people—it is also the right of those people to, to unionize. And quite frankly, unions in this country have been declining. Union membership has been declining for the past forty years, and I think it's led to a problem. And in, in it really, it, it could be directly traced to the differential between workers and uh, executive salaries.
2: But last week, uh, AOC was calling for thirty. 30- uh, dollar an hour minimum wage. $30, not
1: $20. $30. That's a living wage. Oh, excuse me. Okay. That's with benefits, right. $30 an hour. All right. But anyway, Different than they were here to
2: wage. support the workers. That vote is being challenged. Right. But tomorrow, the second Amazon warehouse on Staten Island is having their vote. The thought is, is that they're going to join their brothers and sisters in solidarity. They're going to for sure. They call it the Pushcart Fruit Vendors Union. Nice. Because they're not an actual union. They didn't have union people come in and right. organize. They actually got Amazon Jobs, right, because they believed in having a union, and then internally, organically organized the union from within instead of what typically happens from outside. I wonder
1: if they did that as a strategic move because of the way Amazon was blocking the yeah. unions from coming in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was brilliant. It's good stuff.
2: And they won, but, hey, Jeff Bezos is challenging them in court. And there is this overhanging
1: threat. That Amazon just had their stock
2: uh, plummet for the first time. First time,
1: I, I w- think. Uh, hey, I wouldn't call it a plummet. I mean, most of the stock market went down this week. All right. But I wouldn't call it a plummet. Jeff Bezos lost billions, right? Who cares? And you know him. One less
2: rocket. I'll fix you, my little pretty <laughs> I'll pull those warehouses out of Staten Island. then let's He's
1: see not the CEO call. of Amazon anymore.
2: He calls the shots. Are you kidding? Come on. Mm. Uh, That's like saying the CEO of uh, Disney, who will now be on the blocks. We'll talk about that later because Iger is warming up in the bullpen to come back. Speaking of coming back, Howard Schultz, the third time, comes back as the CEO of Starbucks.
1: And he's out there to stop the unions. I don't get these guys. I mean, give me a break. If the if the workers want to unionize, let them unionize. You're making a lot of money at but Starbucks. This, You're making a lot of ar- union and money at Amazon. You can is, afford to give a little back it, this to This is union. his argument. They're our partners. The baristas are our partners. Why would they want to join a union? Well, clearly they want to join a union. And he's saying clearly the they want more.
2: are the biggest threat to our existence. Now, this is Mr. Liberal Progressive.
1: I talked about growing up with him in Canarsie. So let me ask you this. If they become a union... Do we get rid of the tip cup or does the tip cup stay? You know damn well that's staying. It's staying. All right. They, that's
2: like a fixture there. I guess that's I an,
1: another dollar on four, top of my $4 cup well, of coffee. You get, a, you pay $5 for a stale cup of coffee. It's not a stale. No, no, no. They do a good cup of coffee at Starbucks. It's a very consistent, good cup of coffee. Okay.
2: Then naturally, you like to support liberal progressive businesses like I Starbucks. I don't believe
1: businesses are liberal or conservative. I think they're businesses, and the job of a business is to make money.
2: But, see, this all started in Buffalo. By the way, Starbucks. we're looking
1: for sponsors, Starbucks. So you know, <laughs> we got a new segment. It's called the Randomizer. You might be interested, considering how you put the names on the cups wrong when I order. I think the Randomizer would be a fantastic
3: well, let me, place. Let me come on,
1: Mr. That. Bezos, if you're listening, let me Bezos. Who's it? That. Schultz.
2: So here's Howard Schultz. He does yeah. a 60 minutes interview. He has the book. He's thinking of running like Ross Perot, third party yep, candidate, yep. the last time around with uh, Biden and Trump. And so he's in a big crowd and people who listen to me say. Oh yeah, you must have known Curtis Lee was a Kenassi kid. You're that fascist. Oh man. man. So guess what? <laughs> Let me hold uh, back. I, I,
1: wait, wait, wait. All right. So go the go point ahead, being go is, is no, go ahead, go ahead. The no. no, no, no. You continue, Curtis. Hoopa. to <laughs> you, but anyway. <laughs> I mean, I so, would I wouldn't call you a fascist. First of all, you know. The first have a little power to be a fascist. The you, first you union won several times and have lost pretty poorly.
2: Organized. <laughs> so, it was in Buffalo, which uh, almost elected a socialist man. Yeah. So it started in Buffalo. It's spreading all over New York State. And now Tim Cook has the problem at Apple. They want to organize their separate stores. They should. So, what is it? You have B. You have Howard Schultz. You have Tim Cook. Very liberal. Very progressive. Now all of a sudden they're like, unions. No good. They will destroy us. These guys need to stop. They
1: sound like Henry Ford, Yeah, right? they don't sound like liberal progressives I'm to like me. Henry
2: Ford who sicked the goons on those who wanted you to want start to the United, United Auto Workers Union. You want to project union. a
1: liberal progressive thing? You better act
0: it. Left versus the right. Debate. Heavyweight Slugfest.
1: They, they play this one for us a lot. Should I stay or should I go? I wonder why... Management has been trying to tell us something about our... Could be. So, I don't know, maybe.
2: Could be. It seems like this is on the playlist. It As is on the list. We're at a diner, right? And we're looking at the playlist, and this is the only song that keeps popping yeah. up when we put our chord yeah, in. Yeah,
1: weird. Weird. Chris Hahn, Curtis Lewa uh, Hey, if you missed a second of this show, check out Left vs. Right Show com and download the podcast and take us with you wherever you are.
2: And this has been a day that you've had to humble yourself and apologize to me uh, when I said, same time, same place last week, that Bill Murray, yes, uh, was being accused of being a perv on a, fe- a female. Yeah, Everybody, yeah. including Joe Piscopo,
1: Joe Piscopo from Saturday know, Night, Night
2: Live, stepped in here and said,
1: "Leave Villanova. I said, "I'm just reporting yeah. what's in the news." Great, you had to apologize. I, you know, I, I know you're happy that you were right. That one of my heroes is now canceled. But yeah, you were right. <laughs> I apologize. apologize. Okay. Now, second big
2: apology, and I'll, I'll, you, you could actually genuflect here and apologize to me. <laughs> you said McCarthy was finished as a minority leader, soon to be the Speaker of the House with the red tsunami coming through I the midterm stand election.
1: I by my statement. He will never be Speaker of the House. Never. Well,
2: done. L- let me explain is he got a standing ovation, including roided up Jim Jordan, yeah. got up and gave him a standing ovation.
1: Yeah. Julius Caesar got a standing ovation on March 14th. You it, know it, how it uh, went on March 15th, it, it, right? We passed March.
2: Uh, the Ides of March were yeah. upon us. It's
1: gone. The decision on who will be Speaker of the House will be made in December. Jim Jordan is more likely to be Speaker. I don't think he'll be Speaker either. But Kevin McCarthy, I guarantee you, will not be Speaker. Why? Now, And if I'm wrong... I will apologize okay. on the air, But explain assuming that I haven't
2: been fired. Because by uh, Trump gave him dispensation.
1: Yeah. You believe that?
2: The House Republicans.
1: You believe that a guy who wouldn't go to the correspondence Dinner because he didn't want them to make fun of him, a guy who probably ran for president because somebody made fun of him at the correspondence Dinner, you think he's going to forgive somebody for saying, I'm going to go tell him he needs to resign, right, and I'm done with this guy? This is what he said, right? I don't believe him.
2: Okay. You don't believe him.
1: Well, he lies about everything
2: else. So what's going to happen? With uh, McCarthy between now and December,
1: that's going to impair him. He's already impaired. I mean, first of all, the tapes keep coming out every single day. First, it's the Trump stuff. Then it's like we got to get some people off Twitter, like Matt Gates and others. All of these, you know, right wing people in his caucus are going to block him from becoming speaker. Now, assuming they don't have a forty or fifty vote majority, maybe a sixty vote majority, even. You know, I don't think he could survive uh a small majority and still be speaking okay. where are all these leaks coming from
2: because are they internal i think so so it would have to be maybe members of his staff
1: i know uh, i think it's members of his caucus who don't like him are leaking this stuff out how do they get access to all there them? are some of them who are on the call i mean that call with liz cheney it wasn't just liz cheney first of all liz cheney hates him right so it could be her i don't know that it is but it could be her but there were multiple members of, of his leadership team on that call who probably would like to be leader themselves. So
2: in a small way, well, small with a small letter, not a big uh, S, like Hillary and the DNC had a face that Julian Assange drops of WikiLeaks every day leading right. up to the election. Are we going to see this steadily? Will be this be death by a thousand cuts?
1: Yeah. As I've always said politically, no one-day story will kill you. Even if it's a horrible thing, you know, horrible, horrible stories, they don't kill you if it's a one-day story. It's the drip, 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 drip that kills you in politics. And you know why? And this is a drip, drip, drip. This is a very steady drip of information about him.
2: You know why this may be true? When Jim Jordan of Ohio joined uh, the Republicans in giving a standing ovation to McCarthy, who has been under attack, he was wearing his jacket.
1: Oh, there you go. Because his he speaker, speaker, he's got to wear the jacket. Got to wear the tie on. So jacket. that may
2: be a hint. Yeah, maybe
1: get off the roids.
2: That may be a hint. But speaking of Republicans, yes. uh, taking all the oxygen in the room is Governor DeSantis in Florida. He has launched his national campaign, mm. whether it's to be vice president or whether it's to be president. He can't be
1: vice president if Trump is the nominee. Well, he moves to Georgia. G- Desantis will leave the governorship and move to Georgia. With uh, Trump. Herschel, hey, it, it, Herschel, he'll move in with Herschel Walker. Oh, in Texas?
2: Remember, Herschel Walker. You go to northern Florida, Maybe he right? could
1: get a place in Texas with Herschel. He he could rent the room from no, Herschel no, no, Walker no. in Texas.
2: Georgia, it'll, it'll be Georgia. Well, well right Herschel's got a house in Texas. He probably Remember, you Desantis know. is from like northern Florida, cattle country. Right, right. A lot of people don't realize that hey, Florida's a big cattle producing state. state. It's a huge state, right? And yeah. the when you go north in Florida. Like you go north of Orlando, you might as well
1: be in Georgia. Yeah, banjo time. The
2: mental the mentality is there. So let's just say he
1: temporarily stays Crosses at a border, motel, yeah. motel, yeah. Holiday
2: Inn Express. He could do a Mark Georgia
1: Meadows and have a, an exactly. address in both places. Exactly.
2: But let's face it, his star is rising, right? Especially amongst Republicans and conservatives, he's taken on Minnie and Mickey Mouse. Can you freaking believe this guy? Smart, uh, you think? The CEO, Long term? the CEO who replaced Iger, has badly handled this whole situation they, involving they lesbian, gay, transgender.
1: They sent a letter out to their shareholders this week that said, "No, they didn't really get rid of the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which is you know their self-governing thing in Orlando. Um, Reedy Creek. They would have to find a way to take over Reedy Creek's debt for them to do that, which the state hasn't done. So this was just a political stunt. I understand, but the point right. is, Desantis has the upper hand." No, he doesn't. Uh, I'm he, sorry. These culture, these culture war issues do not play outside of the deep, dark base of the Republican Party. Even even most mainstream conservatives don't appreciate this kind of culture warrior kind of stuff. I mean, you're a conservative. Do you want to see gays, lesbians, and transgenders discriminated against? I don't think they do. They're not
2: discriminated
1: against. I think they are.
2: Oh, excuse me. So that I'm a pre-K kid. And I'm being told about sexuality and gender that's not, identification. That's not it.
1: That's not, only, of course. that's not the only thing you get the punch for. Let's say Jimmy comes to school and he draws a picture of his family. He has two moms. No and one of, the other teacher, one of the other kids says to the teacher, why does Jimmy have two moms? The teacher can't say families come in all different shapes and sizes.
2: He has two moms. Can't
1: say love is on, love. On
2: to the next subject. Yeah. Uh, no, no, Not no under long, that law. No long discussion. Not
1: under that law. You don't have you, – you really – Under believe? that law, you're not These allowed to talk about it. These kids can't even freaking read. Do you know how the cops are getting upset about what the mayor said? Why do you think teachers are going to feel? Teachers don't have a badge and a gun. Oh. How are teachers oh, going to respond maybe to that Maybe, ra- maybe they They're should follow – They're be frozen. They're not going to be able to talk they, about maybe, anything. Maybe they should follow
2: the dictates of Randy Weingarten of the American Federation of Teachers, a national teacher's union. She used to be head of the UFT in New York. Who said parents don't have a place
1: in the classroom? I think the year is today. It's it's 2022. I think the time for these culture wars have passed. Really, I think making this your issue now it may play well in Iowa in the caucuses, but it is not going to pay play well long term in this country. No, every let, piece let me, of polling let me gate to you. I've let, seen let let has, has, has back that up.
2: Let's look at transgender athletes, guys who remain guys anatomically mm-hmm. and are now. Basically stealing medals from women who have trained their whole lives.
1: <laughs> Is there like – there's like one instance of this it's
2: not one in instance. the entire country? No, it happened in Connecticut. It started at a high school level. Do you
1: think people are deciding to live as a man or a woman because Chris. they want to compete in sports? Chris. Do you think that that's the case? I,
2: I am a guy, right? Right. According to this, I can identify as a woman today – anatomically, I'm a male. And guess what? You have to consider me and treat me as a woman. Is that not crazy? I I don't think you're going to do
1: well in sports.
2: Jails. Let's take jails, an an area that I'm very familiar with. Yeah. So you're a transgendered prisoner. You haven't gone through the change. You don't want to go through a change. Right. You want to maintain your anatomical status as a male, but you want to be housed with females because you don't want to be in a male prison. Understood. Right. Now they're impregnating female prisoners. And you say to yourself, this is crazy.
1: Okay, we're talking about something that does not impact almost everyone in this country. If you round the amount of people up, it's zero. So you think an average everyday person
2: says, ah, none of my
1: business. Yes, yeah, the average everyday person does not want to engage in culture wars again. Even if And I have- really appreciate what the Democrats have done with that bill in Florida and turned it into the don't say gay bill. I think they branded it. Because you know it. it's not. That's not what the bill it. says. They branded it in a way that makes it hard to defend. And Republicans have been doing that to Democrats forever. They take an early draft so, of a piece of legislation, a brainstorming straight. session among aides, you're going, and they say that's what they're trying to do. You're
2: going into Western Pennsylvania, where you have to battle for every seat. Pennsylvania, which is a purple state. Hold on a second. And you think that this issue is not going to cost you Democratic votes. It's not going to cost me Democratic. a
1: single vote because anybody who would care about that issue is never voting for a Democrat again. It's not going to cost you a single is, this vote. Incredible. Not a single vote. You really don't. Disney you is think, worried. Yeah. Disney is worried. First, first of all, you think Disney is less popular than Ron DeSantis in America? say, Why are they
2: thinking of bringing Iger back? I don't know. I guess warming up in the bullpen. I, Look, I mean. He's just sold his I, I $35 trillion dollar mansion I'm, in Malibu to come back to Disney World. <laughs>
1: $35 trillions. trillion. Trillion He owns like <laughs> half of Malibu. A trillion dollar mansion? What yes. is that?
2: Well, remember, billions, they're nothing now. you got to be a trillionaire. <laughs> he's,
1: he's a trillionaire. I've never seen. <laughs> such... Not only is he a trillionaire. He's a thirty-five-time over trillionaire, plus money to spend. Right, but he's, I mean, what does it cost? They to want run him to come back. A thirty-five-trillion-dollar but They
2: want him to come, because they realize the secret of Disney is you didn't offend anybody. You yeah. walked a tightrope. Yeah, you stayed away from politics, and now they're
1: immersed in it. They're uh, you know they're getting upset in China right now because the new Marvel movie has uh, a lesbian couple in it. And
2: they're going to remove it, right? No, they're not. Oh, Disney. So they said lose, they won't. They'll they'll lose all the red Chinese money.
1: Yeah. Oh well, no, wait. No, it wasn't China. It was Saudi Arabia yes, that yes. got mad. I was one I, wrong. Bet, co- wrong country. Want
2: to bet when aiga comes back. By
1: the way, they weren't upset about uh, about the the, the 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 little girl having two mommies in the movie because they were lesbians. They were like, "Who's driving her to school?" <laughs> in Saudi Arabia.
2: <laughs> Good. But you know when aiga comes back, because right. he is coming back. He's going to say, what do you want, Saudis? What do you want, Red Chinese? Absolutely. Leave it on the cutting room floor. No. Your version will have... He will.
1: I'm telling you, They're only interested in the bottom line. There is a huge gay population that spends a lot of time at Disney. Huge gay population. And there's a huge amount of their staff that is gay.
2: Understood. But that's not the bulk of the people who come to Disney. I got
1: it. But most people don't care about gay issues one way or the other. They want people to be free and happy.
2: You know, I hope... I'm right. That you become a key advisor to the weakened Democrats running into these midterms. I would, go, that you're telling I would them, go
1: right at them, call them bigots, say this is a don't say gay thing, this is an attack on America. I would go right at them. So I what, wouldn't back down from it at all because I think most Americans, first of all, we all know somebody now who's gay because people are out of the closet. Everybody has a family member. Everybody's got a cousin or a daughter or a son. We all know somebody Okay, so you're going to tell me that they should be treated differently than you and I? So this is what Come I'd on. like you to
2: do. Yeah. Uh, as the prices continue to go up with inflation, yep. you're filling up your Subaru because that's the car of the liberals and progressives. I, I and all of a sudden, <laughs> there's a, a family there, you know, independent family. and They're not really political. It's, holy blankety-blank, blank, blank. And you're saying, no, but don't blame it on the president because he no. is defending lesbian and you gays have and it transgenders. Backwards.
1: All of these problems. He's the governor of a major state. All of these problems. What is he focused on? Teachers saying Bobby has two mommies. That's DeSantis' focus. Let me tell All you. All the problems in this country. What has DeSantis tried to do to fix the problems for the families in Florida? Nothing. Well, he's attacked families in Florida because they are homosexual families and people should be ashamed well, you, of him. you
2: have your candidate, Charlie Chris, who has been everything to anybody. I would go anybody.
1: at him. I would go at him hard. You, 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 you keep saying that. I would say, screw tell you,
2: Ron DeSantis. Watch how Charlie Chris, who is perpetually oh, been running for governor. Oh, way, I
1: could also go rifling through his history, because usually people who are so anti-gay, like Ron DeSantis, they usually have a closet full of uh, fluffy things, frilly things. You knock yourself out. He doesn't like trans people? I want to see some pictures of him on the weekends. I have a feeling Madison Quarthorn's not the only one dressing up in lingerie. You knock yourself
2: out here. God, if the Democrats listened to you, there'd be no Democrats left in the house. I would
1: love to to just really do a deep dive into Ron DeSantis' personal history, because why is he attacking gays so much? Why does he care? Well, what do you mean, why does he care? Why does he care? It's an issue for people. No, it's not. You've taken the it opposite side It is not an issue, issue for people. It's an issue for religious right nut jobs. okay, who think they could preach morality so, to anybody. average it's everyday not families, it's
2: of no interest to them whatsoever. No interest. None.
1: You are so hopelessly disconnected. It, the only interest it is for average everyday families is they care about the gays in their lives because we all have some. All
2: of us. Oh, so they're saying. You
1: you mean to tell me you don't know anybody who's gay? Of course. There's no gay angels? I did did the first gay marriage in New
2: York State when your guy, (laughs) Chuck Schumer, was in favor of the defense of the marriage act Uh,
1: with Obama, with Hillary. uh, Curtis, I have evolved on the issue. I am now fully in favor of gay gay marriage. But I am
2: telling you, you couldn't
1: be more off on this subject. I performed a gay marriage this morning. I'm sure he did.
2: With his own daughter, right? Yeah, well. probably officiated Right.
1: People change. Oh, I know. America has changed. They, America has changed. Politicians. Ron DeSantis is trying to change it back. Oh. He wants to go back in time. So that never works. This will hurt him. Naturally. He's an angry, angry little man. This too. will this will He's, hurt him. Naturally. Ron DeSantis is an angry little man who will never be president. Never. Ever. Never, really? ever. Never, ever, never, ever
2: could end up being the vice president and nope, uh, candidate for Donald
1: Trump if he decides uh, to run. Let me explain something to you about Donald Trump. Yes, yes. He will never be president again either. The best thing that can happen to Democrats in this country is for for Donald Trump to run for president of the United States in 2024.
2: And say this then. And for Joe Biden to announce that
1: he's going for re-election. Well, I don't know what he's going to do. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's already announced he's running for re-election. All right. That's going to help I don't you. know that I believe him. Well, But if he does. I mean – you can't be a lame duck for three years, so he has to pretend he's running right now.
2: Okay, but right. let's just hypothetically he decides. Uh, I would it be a great
1: the- matchup, Mayor Pete versus DeSantis. Oh, I love it. Oh, really? Oh, it'd be great. Oh, that—that's a good one. It'd be great. Uh, Tell me uh, to my face that I'm not a man. Oh, oh, kick your butt, DeSantis. Oh, <laughs> I like that idea. Pete Buttigieg Buttigieg, 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 versus DeSantis. By the way, you say his name correctly. I and that's to. very impressive because you don't well, say many you. words correctly. Thank you. So thank you. fantastic. Thank you. Oh. Stick around. More to come.
0: One day is fine and next is black. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Christopher Hahn.
3: Joe
2: Walsh. Love Joe Walsh. Oh, this is the theme song for the Warriors. Great cult classic. Yes. Came out the same year that I started the Guardian Angels. We were thought to be one of the gangs uh, in uh, the Warriors.
1: (laughs) It's a good movie. Come on, play! I actually saw that movie. I saw Joe Walsh in concert. Right before the pandemic, out on Long Island, a place called the Paramount. He was just great, still. Oh, Funk Forty Nine
2: originally, yeah. and then the Eagles, then this theme song, great stuff. But Rocky it's a-
1: Mountain Way, oh, that's right, one of my favorite songs, definitely. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah. That's a, that's about the Eagles, by the so way, about good. leaving the Eagles, <laughs> so good. But anyway, yeah. yes,
2: sir, out there percolating at the compound, it yes. the Cuomo <laughs> compound in Southampton, where uh, Fredo, Chris Cuomo. Is hoping to get a windfall settlement of $120 million he's from get CNN.
1: Because they they fired him for helping his brother, which is kind of ridiculous, if you well, ask me.
2: He's helping his brother now. So is Joe Piccolo out of prison for political corruption. He is their leg breaker. Uh, breaking news here uh, Cuomo has printed up the independent petitions. That if he can get the signatures, if he decides to go for
1: it, right, right. Uh, 45,000 signatures. Do you have a guardian angel at Kinko's who saw this happen? No, How do you know they're this? They're in
2: warehouse. They're okay. stored up, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. He has not decided whether he's going to try to run as an independent. It's much easier to get signatures
1: as an independent because yeah, you, you can, can get, get it, it from, from any, party, yeah,
2: any party. And he's got, let's face it, he's got the
1: resource to get it. And the rules are going to be reduced now because they have to have a shortened. Petition period.
2: Now, had this uh, uh, series of decisions that came about through the uh, judicial ladder in New York State not decided to undo where the lines have been drawn for Congress, for State Senate, yeah. and ultimately affecting the other races, uh, probably Cuomo would have sat it out. But he
1: sees it, Hochul, as being hurt. Yeah. Look, I- if you, he's got nothing to lose. Well, he's got nothing to lose other than the... You know, eighteen million dollars he has in the war chest that he could use on a day when maybe he could get back in. He this is not the time for him. Very easy to pretend that there's no opposition to you when nobody is thinking about you as a candidate. Once you actually put your name on the ballot, you are a target, and everything that happened last year will be relitigated in the Democratic primary or even in the general election, and that'll that will not lead to him winning.
2: All right, but it could impair Hochul and help a Republican. Could. All right, but let's put that aside right. now. It's hypothetical. Uh, let's talk about Tom Swazi, a guy you know. I know him well. Who's raised a lot of money to run for governor against Hochul, and he's gone to the right as a moderate uh, Democrat versus Jumani Williams, who's to the far, far left. So far, no traction in the polls against Hochul. But now that they have to redo the lines, he has
1: an opportunity to step out and run for his old seat. He could run for Congress again, and he might even be able to run for both. Well, depending how, on how what it, happens, Well, if they don't move the gubernatorial primary, I think they will move the gubernatorial primary because I think they're going to have to recirculate petitions again, because in New York state, the quirk of our law is statewide candidates need to get signatures in 50% of the congressional districts. And since you don't know where the congressional districts are, you know, that might impair some of these candidates. They might have to repetition and then they have to move their primary to August with the state Senate and the congressional races. So he might not have the opportunity, but it, as it stands right now, he could run for governor in June if he wins or loses. You know, if he loses, he could run for Congress in August. So this is very
2: similar to what we saw in 2000. I don't know that he will. I don't I know, think that he will. But this is very similar to what we saw in 2000. Al Gore picked as his vice presidential running mate. Yep. The moderate conservative Democrat. Joe Lieberman. Who also ran I for his...
1: Joe Mentum who
2: yes. obviously didn't have much faith in Gore because he was also running for his U.S. Senate In seat.
1: Connecticut, you were allowed to do both.
2: But I'm just saying, right, you would yeah. have thought, no, 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 we're going to beat Push right, 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 We're right. going right. to re- resign to run. Yeah, hey, you know, I'm hedging my I'm bet I'm going to hedge
1: my bet. I like my so, job in the typically,
2: Senate. typically, uh, what you're saying is Swazi could do both. He
1: could do both. I don't think he will, but he could. <sighs> and I think he'd be the, the most likely person to hold on to that seat because chances are his the new seat will look a lot like the old seat. And it's not an, a slam dunk seat for a Democrat. So I would imagine the C and Democratic leaders will come to him and say, hey, you got to, we really could use you to run well, for this seat.
2: Gerrymandering is the death of uh, democracy. Gerrymandering,
1: no... gerrymandering. Yeah, yes. Right, yes. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, because it
2: just, first of all, it means that all races are settled in the primary. Almost all and races. And it
1: leads to extremists on both sides because, you know, who comes out for the primary but the activists, right? So you have to take these extreme positions. Uh, in a lot of races across this country, particularly the safer seats uh, that really have no chance of being so won.
2: So the guy who's been appointed to draw the lines, do they blindfold him and say just...
1: The guy has got a track record of being a guy who just truly does not like gerrymandering, thinks it's the root of all evil. Why can't and they has just tri- do drawn...
2: squares,
1: you know, and make it so easy? Well, just do states, a square instead states, of make it a, states, not a square. <laughs> So it's Do it a square. You got you to gotta put people in. Come on. It These congressional it so much districts easier. are too big. You shouldn't be re- representing a million people. Chris Hahn, Curtis Lewa, we'll see you next week.